0: Hi, I'm Mike, and I wrote half the foreign album, Double Vision.
1: And I'm TJ, and I had the idea for Star Wars years before that fraud George Lucas.
0: And this is We Haven't Seen It, a podcast about two slubs trying to watch every movie ever made to be better than everybody else in the
1: world. We'll be the hit at all party. Well, anyway, Mike, how
0: are you? I'm doing great, TJ. How are you doing? I can't
1: complain, but I still do. That's good. You're looking great in your Milwaukee Bucks uh, championship gear. Yes, this will be
0: my uniform every time we record. This is the podcaster's gear. Yeah. I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt, a uh, Milwaukee Bucks championship hat, a championship shirt with some some uh, pizza sauce on it, and swords. And
1: You do look like
0: a podcast. I do look like a podcast, so, okay. so thank you, TJ. I think it's
1: fair to say we have faces for podcasts.
0: I think we do, yes. It means we're both ugly and we cannot be seen in public, so thank you. <laughs>
1: cool. But we will be the hidden party. Yes, we will. Okay.
0: So um, this is a soft reboot of the podcast because we decided uh, we actually just want to do movies that we actually haven't seen, not one of us has seen, and the other one hasn't, you know. Right. Plus, it was less fun doing not interesting movies. so yeah, we more, started a little more structure. A lot more structure, a little more fun. Watch movies we actually never seen before and talk about them more. Play some games. Play some games, some segments, actually. And actually, you had to have some structure to this podcast. So we we'll are be doing the podcast. Hopefully, this is the only time we're doing it and not in another six months. We're like, <laughs> we got to do it again. But hopefully, it keeps on track. So new movies, more fun. Hopefully a little more drunkenness, and hopefully our friendship will end at the end of this podcast, and we never, never talk to each other. Again. I
1: don't think it would be a success if that's how it didn't
0: end. Really? That's how all my friends have been. I should have successful. That's what my well, therapist nice, told me. Well, nice okay. news.
1: Uh, Each movie now will oh, also God. be awarded. <laughs> Uh, the Red Buttons MVP Yes, we are sticking board. with that
0: because Red Buttons deserves to be honored in every single category ever. He
1: sure does. Yes,
0: definitely. Okay, well, um, why not just start with the new show already? Um, let's start with the movies. Okay, so the new format is basically almost the same. We're going to pick three movies we haven't seen before, each of us, and we're going to watch them. Basically, though, here's the new thing. Each one of us have a theme to them. Instead of just picking random movies and just be like, whatever. So for my theme, to start with my movies, I've decided to choose Dustin Hoffman movies. Why Dustin Hoffman? I find them interesting. I listened to a podcast about Rain Man a few days ago. It brought a lot of good points of how he was he was literally one of the biggest stars in America in the '70s and '80s. Like one of the biggest stars. Like right. he, he controlled Hollywood with Warren Beatty. They just made A plus caliber films. Like I, I went over Warren Beatty's and Dustin Hoffman films. Not a lot of bad. I mean, in the early 2000s, in the 2000s, 1990s, yeah, Dustin Hoffman been, sure. but Warren Beatty, he kind of had hit after hit after hit. I mean, he he had a great selection. because oh, He controlled. Yeah,
1: Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, Bonnie and
0: Clyde yeah. But yeah. In the '70s, it was crazy how good Dustin Hoffman went. I mean, he had so many great movies. Sure. It's insane. You know, but we're going to talk about him,
1: because... I hear he's a blast to work with.
0: Yes, he is. No, he's not. He is considered <laughs> the great a-hole to work with. He's a very perfectionist person, and he wants to hey, do everything his way. the best his actors way. are.
1: Christian Bale, uh, What's-His-Face, Russell Crowe. Yeah. He can be an asshole. And I guess
0: he's, he's kind of right. I mean, his movies are successful, but maybe yeah. because he was an asshole so much, nobody wanted to work with him, so he had to, that's why, in the later career, maybe that's why he didn't get that much good work.
1: <laughs> well, hey, he had, at least he had the, uh, the Fockers. the That's <laughs> true. That's true. Little Fockers,
0: parents. I saw. Well, I saw. I think I saw the Meet the Fockers in theater with my whole family.
1: He wasn't in the first one, right? They were only. In the no, theater.
0: no, he was in. He was not in Meet the Parents. He was in Meet yeah. the Fockers, and then Little Fockers. Wait, I think he was in Little Fockers. I don't. Even, yes, he was. He was in Little Fockers. That's true. Okay, so let's go down to the movies I've chosen. Okay. The, oh, oh, yeah. Sorry. Go on. Yeah. Okay. So the first movie I have chosen is Ishtar from 1987, directed by and written by Elaine May, The heartbreak Kid. Mickey and Nicky, also a famous collaborator, and I believe wife to Mike Nichols, the famous improviser.
1: I'd buy it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. So known for that. Someone uh, on a
1: podcast said so, so I Yes, exactly. It.
0: Thank you. As you know, ladies and gentlemen, always believe us are podcasters. We are the truth sayers.
1: Don't believe everything you hear in podcasts except for
0: ours. Except for ours. These okay, so toxic. oh yeah, <laughs> so the plot of the movie is two terrible lounge singers get booked to play a gig in Moroccan ho- in a in a Moroccan hotel, but somehow become pawns in an international power play between the CIA, the the Ma of Istar. I don't know if I said that right. And the rebels' power play. Or sorry. And the rebels trying to overthrow his regime. Um, the cast stars Warren Beatty, uh, one of Dustin Hoffman's best friends in Hollywood. Also, I did teamed up in multiple occasions, maybe. I'm not sure. Sh- Dick Tracy, yes, they have worked together multiple times. Uh, he was in Reds, Bulworth, Dustin Hoffman, of course, Graduate, Hook, Isabella, Odd I don't know if I said that right. A D J A N I. It's Just, out. just Ishtar.
1: I've always wanted to see this movie because I've all, I know yeah. the story behind it.
0: Yeah, and also Charles Gordon, Gordon sorry, Charles Gordon, who was in Midnight Run and Beethoven II. I love Midnight Run. I love Beethoven 2nd Isn't that weird? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Wait, Grodin's in this.
0: Yeah, Gordon's in this. No he way. plays a uh, agent, I believe. Oh, cool. I don't I'm know. Like rest in peace. Yeah. It is pretty Isabel Johnny is only known for Istars. This is the only movie.
1: <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. What a resume. <laughs>
0: that is bad. Okay, so the reason for choosing this movie, it is not his first flop, Dustin Hoffman. I believe he had some in the 70s that weren't that great, but this is like his biggest. This is generally considered one of the worst movies ever made
1: definitely one of the biggest yeah, flops definitely one of the biggest like flops definitely and
0: what it basically ruined the relationship between warren beatty and director Ellen lma probably dustin Hoffman too i didn't look that much into it but he had a really difficult time and there's a whole backstory to this that we'll get into and when we do the movie but it's really interesting but it's a fascinating it's also fascinating because recently it has a resurgence people are now calling it like a messed up
1: masterpiece i guess okay
0: yeah, it's basically like a bunch of high famous directors and actors say this is actually a good movie. Like Quentin Tarantino, Lena Dunham, uh, General Swanberg, Edgar White, and also Martin Scorsese says this is a good film. Wow. Yeah, that's so. it's That's definitely high praise. So I actually want to check this out to see if it's that bad. I'm excited. To see yeah. It. Uh, so I found out about this movie a while ago, but I love the Red Letter Media uh, Christmas episode. Where they talk, they try to talk about the Star Wars Christmas special, but don't bring it up for a full hour. So they just keep on, they keep on mentioning other stuff, and a lot of it is Istar, and it's, and it's, and is. They just play the whole trailer of Istar. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's why I chose Istar. Next movie up is Midnight Cowboy, directed, uh, made in the year 1969, by director Joe Selsinger Maybe I spell that right? Uh, said that right. S C H L E S I N G E R, known for The Marathon Man and Pacific Heights, which is a movie about real estate horror featuring Michael Keaton. Interesting. It's a real estate theater. It was really weird. <laughs>
1: Michael Keaton's done some weird stuff. Yeah. Right? Is
0: that in the 80s? That was in 1990, Pacific Heights. Okay. If I think it's the right movie, which I think wow, it is. Oh, Batman. Really right. weird. Writer Waldo, Waldo Salt. Uh, the Philadelphia Story, one of my favorite movies. I think one of my favorites, I watched it and it was really good. And Mr. Winkle goes to war. So the plot of the movie is a naive hustler travels from Texas to New York City to seek personal fortune, finding a new friend in the process. Uh, The cast is Dustin Hoffman of course, John Voigt, Deliverance and Anaconda, the Oscar winning forms of that. Um, The reason I chose this movie is this was only his second movie. But it's just like, after The Graduate, and then he did this movie, and then it led him onto the path of, like, major Hollywood stardom in the 70s. I mean, sure. this movie t- took his career off. Even though The Graduate did that before, but even took it even farther, because he was in this movie. And also, this is the first X-rated movie to win, actually the only X-rated movie, to win Best Picture.
1: I always knew, I'd always heard it was the X, an X-rated movie, but I'm not sure exactly why. So yeah, my
0: guess was a lot of swearing. It? Well, it's about a guy who becomes a prostitute, so I guess a lot of sex. I did know about that.
1: Yeah. But an X-rating, that carries, like, a...
0: You know, the only way to get like an X rating is to have sex in movies. Like you, you can kill like a whole bunch of people with blood, cut off the heads of kids. But if you have one person, someone having sex, well, wasn't
1: Scarface originally X, and they had to cut a bunch. I don't know. know. I don't know how the X rating works. Yeah, nobody knows. Nobody ever releases X rated movies. Yeah, anymore. Or NC seventeen.
0: No, because it wouldn't be commercial anymore. So you can't do that. Right. Yeah. So that's why I chose Midnight Cowboy. Um, and then my last movie is Kramer vs. Kramer. One of the saddest movies ever made. The year was 1979. So this was the height of his powers. Like, not right before the fall. Well, not really a fall. Yeah, right before, but, like, soon. The height of Hoffmania. The height of Hoffmania, I guess. Yeah, 1979. This was his first Oscar he won for this movie. So, yeah, it was the height of that. And then 1982, he did one movie. Then he did Death of the Salesman in 85, which was a TV movie, which I saw. In English class in high school. And then 88 was Rain Man. And so it was like the 80s was just like one kind of gap year. Like, you know, it was just like, you would take, make one movie, wait a while, make another movie, then make another movie. And then the 90s, it kind of went downhill. they really, really wasn't in that much procedure stuff. So, yeah. So this is like one of those last movies. So, okay. So the year was 1979. Directed, that's written by Robert Penton. He wrote Superman, the first one. And Twilight, from 1998. Wow. Yeah. Never even heard of that. Exactly. One of my categories I want to do is but movies with the same title. That'd be good. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, every, every day, because I, I, I'll be like, Twilight. And I'm like, what? Like, we're I watching Twilight? Go. And I'll be like, no, 1998 Twilight. It definitely <laughs> caught me off guard. Yeah. Okay, so the plot of the movie is Ted Kramer's wife leaves him, allowing for a lost bond to be rediscovered between Ted and his son, Billy. But a heated custody battle ensues over the divorced couple's son. Deepening the Wounds Left by the Separation. Eric right, Cass, of course, Dustin Hoffman, Meryl Streep, Sophie's Choice, and The Ant Bully, a classic, it's not a classic all, well, I think I saw that in the theaters. <laughs> it's about a kid who becomes an ant.
1: Fascinating. <laughs> Fascinating. was that the Paul Rudd movie? The Marble movie? No,
0: that was Ant-Man. Oh. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's what you think of. Jane Alexander, The Great White Hope, and Terminator Salvation, yeah, Justin Henry and with Justin Henry who played the little brother in 16 Candles and it was in a movie called The Junior Defenders, which is about a man who kidnaps former child actors who was on this TV show called The Junior Defenders like back in the 70s mm-hmm. and then tries to get them back in the game.
1: Sounds riveting yes
0: so yeah those are my movies i can't wait to watch them i can't wait to hear the stories of how dustin Hoffman yelled at so many people to get this right <laughs>
1: right i i can't wait to see who wins in kramer versus kramer and frankly it sounds like a delightful fun movie. yeah time.
0: exactly do you think they f- they have like a boxing match to determine who gets the kid
1: probably yeah, yeah. absolutely isn't that how a real divorce works I definitely well it's
0: kramer versus kramer so it sounds like a boxing match so <laughs> Okay, um, TJ, what are your movies? Well,
1: there is egg on my face here because I certainly did not do as much preparation for this, so I apologize. I'm going to be a man of few words here. But my theme was cult comedies, uh, ranging in what is to be perceived quality, I suppose. Um, And these range from the 80s, I believe, maybe ones from the 90s. Yeah. But anyway, my first film is called Clifford. A movie that only recently came to my attention. It stars Martin Short, Charles Grodin, again, rest in peace, and Mary Steenburgen. And for the plot uh, synopsis, I wrote Mischievous Youth. <laughs>
0: that's a good. I, that should be it. That's what you should do all, every time. Just write down a like, single word or two and be like, that's the plot of the movie. That's, I like it. That's like great. It. Let's keep that in.
1: Uh, all right, TJ, what's the next movie? My second one is called Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Yay! And it stars Michael Caine. And Steve Martin
0: so was that was that a Buddhist accent
1: Michael Caine some men just want to watch the world burn you can cut this out too. no I'm keeping you. this in I'm all keeping right. this in all right well for my synopsis on this I wrote con men hilarity ensues <laughs> I've always heard about this movie. I'm a big yeah. Steve Martin fan. I don't know why I never watched yeah, it. Yeah, I read
0: his book, and it's amazing. Like, how I grew up, how he became a comedian. It oh. inspired me to try to become a stand-up. Dude's a gem. and obviously well. And it's
1: funny, growing up, I think the first thing I can consciously remember seeing him in was, uh, what was the movie with, uh, the, the Cheaper by the Dozen? Cheaper by uh, the me. That
0: movie made me cry. That's like one of the only movies <laughs> oh, that made me cry. Or,
1: no, no, it wasn't that. It was the one with Queen Latifah. What was oh, yeah, Bringing Down the House. Bringing Down the House. Yeah, sorry, that I saw that one. And that was the first... I couldn't tell you a thing about it these days. Yeah. Um, but I, have, I saw that That was the first introduction, and I just saw... I remember his white hair and thinking, this guy's got to be old as dirt. And then I, you know, would see Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, one of my favorite movies of all time. And then I would see The Jerk, another great movie. And I, I think I saw him in uh, Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid at yeah. some point on cable. And I'm like, this guy's never aged. <laughs> then I saw the best of Steve Martin SNL DVD. The guy's gray when he's twenty.
0: Yeah, he has like some kind of disease that it makes his hair like that. Well,
1: I'm really excited to see this though because I do like Steve Martin a lot. Yeah. And I do think Michael Caine is obviously it's hard not to like Michael Caine. And I want to I don't think I've ever seen any movies of his from the eighties.
0: No, he's, he's in like a lot of good ones. He's not in Bullet, that Stephen Queen, but he's in yeah. yeah the Thomas Crown Affair, the first one. Sure. He's in The Italian Job, the first one. Sure. Yeah. He's
1: in the, I think the earliest movie I can remember seeing him in would be Austin Powers, yeah. I guess.
0: He's in Alfie, the first Alfie. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and my third movie is Porky's, starring a bunch of nobodies and Kim Cattrall. Yes. And my synopsis for this, horny kids. Hilarity ensues. <laughs> All right,
0: so I, know, I think everybody just knows one scene from that, is that's when the like, the teacher grabs the guy's dick yes. to a shell hole. But shower I need hole. to see the context of
1: it. Yeah. I don't... And the, my how biggest we, fear is that there's no real context.
0: How come we didn't see the guy's dicks? I, yeah. want, to, I want to see more dicks in Hollywood. I'm tired of this. I'm tired yeah. of girls having all the fun being naked. Yeah. I want to see everybody's penis.
1: Guys, get loose. Yes. Yeah, let it rip. Make
0: Game of Thrones be the standard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Absolutely. There's not enough uh, representation of the phallus. Yeah. And I never
0: saw Game of Thrones. How much dick is in Game of Thrones, TJ? You've seen it all. Uh,
1: not too much, not too little. I don't know. Yeah, I, I Just to sidetrack real quick, because this is the first episode. For anyone who has seen Game of Thrones, I want you to think, is there any other show that, that was like this, where it was such a phenomenon, everybody talked about it, everybody watched it. I didn't watch it. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. It was such a worldwide thing. The yeah. internet loved it. And then it ended the way it did and uh nobody talks about it anymore.
0: Well, I thought the ending was amazing. That was the best ending of all time. Those we up there with New Heart show ending. That was amazing. I can't uh, say I'm familiar. No. You don't know the New Heart ending? Oh that's great. It's um so Bob Newhart had two T V shows. Okay, in the seventies was the Bob Newhart show, in the eighties the New Heart. Was called New Heart? So in New Heart, he owns an inn in like Vermont, this weird town with a bunch of weird characters he interacts with. The very last episode like he gets hit in the head and like passes out. All of a sudden, you he, they cut to a bed, and then he wakes up, and then all of a sudden he's back in the old show he was in his first show. And I was like, I had this terrible dream, and it was. And his wife's like, Go to bed. And that's like the ending of Newhart. So basically, the whole the whole show of Newhart was a dream from Bob Newhart in the Bob Newhart show. That's actually incredible. Yeah, that's genius level idea. Right yeah. Yeah.
1: Saint Elsewhere, who? That's yeah. That's much better. That's much better. Yeah, really Basically, cool. we just
0: spoiled two great series that people may want to watch, but I said, right. still watch them. Whatever. Hey. It was out from, for 40 years. It's too. You could have watched it, but you didn't. Yeah, fuck yourself. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Sky is yellow. Yeah. <laughs> it's not red. Yeah. But we uh, still love you, and please listen to our podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So, that's the movies we're going to watch. Um, we're going to have new some new things. Uh, ske- not sketches, but bits. Uh. <clears throat>
1: If they work, we'll keep them. If they don't, yeah. we'll, we'll ditch them. No, Pits, uh, no new games.
0: No yeah. It's going to be more fun, okay? And hopefully we're more prepared for this one. We'll have fun. And That's actually fun. read the full McAvoy book of how to read, how to do a podcast. Yeah. So let's see what happens. Good. Okay, so I guess the last thing to do, TJ, is to choose a movie. So let's see what we got. And the winner goes to... Ishtar! Oh, my.
1: <laughs> yes. God.
0: That's exciting. I am so glad we saw him in this movie. It's so good.
1: Oh boy, that's just ripped that band-aid right
0: off. Yeah. Be
1: exciting. Excellent. So two weeks from now.
0: So two weeks from now. Uh, that's, that's another no new no new things. We're not going to try to do it every week because I not a work schedule and also we just want time off to hang out with our friends. And well, TJ has a girlfriend. I don't because women don't love me. And um, <laughs> and yeah. So that's going to happen. So, so this is this is Mike. I actually am the lead singer of of a uh, fauna
1: and um. i'm tj and george lucas can go fucking
0: <laughs> do you really want to make enemy of george lucas that fast this guy is purple <laughs> okay and this is we haven't seen it goodbye everybody bye love you